So it's something like, uh, they're the best, worst friends. Best, worst friends. Best, worst friends. With Doug and Tim. Guys, welcome back to another episode of Best, Worst Friends. The podcast hosted by myself, Doug Koning, and my co-host with the co-most. Tim Nicholson. Hell yeah. yeah. Look We're at just us. Doing we're just doing a co- the Unemployed Boys podcast today. <laughs> it's Monday afternoon, a crisp 3.30. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Peak <laughs> hours for us, because what else are we doing? Yeah. What else are we fucking doing? Absolutely. You can only masturbate so many times before you have to hop on a cast with your buddy. <laughs> you know, It's true. It's true. But honestly, it's necessary when on the job hunt, as we both are at the moment. In different stages, I think I'm in that the stage where my standards have dropped quite significantly to what I'm looking for in a job. Because so I was telling you I was working at a temp agency on Friday, and yeah. I was basically just picking scrap metal out of train tracks for seven hours in the hot sun slash rain, hot, stinky rain for like an hour <laughs> of that. Like I was fucking Wally, and uh, I'm ready to drop my standards considerably. As to what I'll take as a job. What is below that? I just mean like, I just want to be inside again. (laughs) I want to be let inside. Tired of being an outside Doug. You're just going to be like a fluffer for elderly man porn. Well, at least I'm inside. Whatever. Guess who's not sunburned? It's got dental. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be nice. I'm realizing like... The idea of being a starving artist, it's a, it's a romantic idea, but at this point, like, my teeth hurt. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I have one side of my mouth I chew on, and the other side is just for show. And, like, I want some fucking dental coverage. I want, like, a nice job. I want, like, a nice oh, yeah. little nine to five. And then this can go back to a dream that I'm, like, passionate about, you know? <laughs> and then maybe that'll make me more money at it. Yeah, not a dream that's an anchor around my neck i feel like it's drowning me and then as it's it's like pulling you down it's like but write something funny about this and you're just like as we're going down yeah nothing will make you feel better like a new joke (laughs) i uh no i need dental too i got a cavity and a wisdom tooth i need a gum graft i got a whole lot of stuff going on that's a lot that's a lot and the fucking job hunt man it never gets it never gets any easier. I'm sick of all those fucking tests. Every time I apply to a job, one test in the length of time, it's usually like five minutes, seven minutes. The length of this test was 29 minutes. Dude. Like, that's fucking getting, far too long for like a minimum you, wage job. Yeah. I'm doing tests trying to be a web developer. Hour and a half. Hour oh and a half God. for the application. Stage Dude, one. Dude, that's an exam. That's an exam. Yeah. Oh my god! And like, so the cat is just screaming because <laughs> I can't let her out of this room because there's a tear in my roommate's screen in her window, and the cat will just go on the roof. So, oh my god, she's a prisoner. But anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, hour and a half long test. I took one. Do you remember that uh, Proctor software that I told you um, the universities are using? Proctor software. Oh, yeah, where they're like, yeah, scanning a room or something. Yeah, you have to do a webcam of the area around your desk. Right. Yeah. And then they get control of your webcam to look at your where your eyes are. 
and they get control and they can uh, record your computer screen to make sure you're only on the test. I had a job application that wanted me to do that. What? For like junior web developer at a place I've never heard of. That is how brutal it is. Oh, my God. They're just like, that's more of a test to see what they can get away with (laughs) than what you'll actually do on the test. Like, how far can we push this man? Is he quite broken enough that we can, like, push on that sore spot and he'll be like, yeah, you're allowed in my whole life. (laughs) Yeah. Can we use this guy as human furniture? I bet we could (laughs) if we told him his job depended on it. Fuck, man. That's absolutely brutal. Yeah, man, it, it is hour, an hour and a half tests, and then just hearing nothing back. Yeah. But also, <laughs> also, last uh, I think Tuesday, uh-huh. I applied for forty jobs. Holy shit! That day, I just went in. A lot of them didn't. They don't all require hour and a half long tests. Some of them are like shorter tests. Some of them are just in a resume. But I applied for forty yeah. jobs, mm-hmm. which means that on Friday. I got just um just a swarm of bees in the form of rejection <laughs> emails. That I sucks. got like 25 rejection emails just the entire front page of my Gmail account just said sorry. Rege- yeah, <laughs> just we are moving forward in the process without you. And they're all form letters. I was like this is worse. <laughs> I used to think I would want something. I want nothing. Give me nothing. Yeah, yeah. I, I honestly, this. I like when I don't hear anything back because I'm like, yeah, I get it. That's fine. Like, it hurts my <laughs> feelings less than when, like, like if a KFC emails me back, like, we have went forward with a different employee. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Like, what the fuck? I just started looking at my resume like, what's wrong here? What did I do? I think the thing is I have too many jobs on there. I think I have to look back at my resume and then just start lying way harder. Like sure. stretch stretch the truth, make it look like I've committed to a company for more than a year in the last decade. How uh how many jobs do you have on your resume right now? Oh fuck. Maybe like five or six. Oh dude, that's too many. Yeah? Dude, just okay. just pick three. Three. Just pick three. Okay. You don't even really need like you know, put the years on there. Yeah. But just pick three. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. It's, yeah. Yeah. I got to redo this to know resume. Everything. I had some like career lady make it for me years ago, and I've just been kind of slowly updating it as my life is updated in jobs, but I think I need to go back to the drawing board and just start over. Absolutely. I've been doing a lot of resume prep. I'll help you out. Send it over to me. I feel like I I'm becoming that. a – I might start applying for jobs as a career counselor. I feel like I've gotten really good. <laughs> I, I just want to know at what point – do I get to complain to my career counselor's boss? Be like, well, obviously the advice is bad. If I haven't been fucking hired. <laughs> you, just challenge, a- you just challenge her for the job like the fucking P1s and P2s from Drumline. Just like out <laughs> soloing her on a bass drum. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'll I get this job. Is George's job to find me a job or is it, is it to be a nice man who encourages me once every two weeks? <laughs> what is his role in my life? Shut Oh my god! <laughs> I know I love, you can't hear her. I love that I but can't she hear her. Yeah. Is screaming her tiny <laughs> fucking sideburned head off. Can you like just I'm, imitate what her what her noise is? Hold on, I'm a. I think this cord is long enough. I'm gonna try to put the mic in front of her face. Okay. 
Keep talking. This is good content. I'm, I'm also just. I'm honestly just asking Tim that. Oh, Tim can hear me. I don't know what Aunt I'm doing Jovi, right now. Come here. But uh, I'm asking this because shit. my girlfriend's yeah. cats make a wide range of noises, uh, from just yeah. like simple classic meow to uh, to other screechy Doug, noises, some quieter noises. Yeah, I am talking, Tim. I know you okay, can't hear me. Can hear there we are back. I was just talking to everybody at home, saying mean things about you. Hey, make the noise. This is great podcasting. Right, she doesn't like the microphone. I'm, I think she thinks it's a snake. <laughs> okay, perfect. So now if we can go back to you imitating what the cat sounds like in this moment. Oh, it's just her going, Meow. Meow. Yeah, that's a... That can be an annoying one. Brittany's one cat does that to go outside all the time, but <laughs> it's funny when it changes from anything <laughs> other than the classic meow. Like there was one, I think Friday night where it just sounded mad. It was like meow, <laughs> like, like kind of screechy at the end. You're like, yeah, we get it, man. We didn't take you out. We're sorry. I really like, I really like when it's just the O sound. That really gets me when it's just like. <laughs> Like, I don't know what that one means, but I know you're not happy. Yeah. Anything other than the <laughs> classic noises I'm a big fan of. Meow. <laughs> Have you seen those shirts or just any sort of poster where they show different animal noises in different languages? No. Oh, God. They're so... <laughs> because you realize that our animal noises aren't even animal noises, really. It's just sort of <laughs> things that we put in there... Because ducks don't really go quack, quack. Yeah. So when you go to the German one, it's like, flunk, flunk. It's like, all right, I guess. <laughs> it's way more fun. Yeah. I would, go to the, I would go to the park way more. If you just saw a duck, it's just, flunk, flunk. What sounds do animals make around the world? Hold on. We're almost there. So This is a lot of me frantically doing stuff. This is riveting uh, podcast uh, Oh, yeah. Content. Yeah. Dude, it's all worth it, okay? Because in English, <laughs> frogs go ribbit. Uh-huh. In Thai, they go up, up, <laughs> which is very funny. I feel like that's and more accurate. Po- and in Polish, they go come, come. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not going down to the water anymore. Those pervert yeah. frogs are out again. <laughs> yeah. All they do is talk about come. Man, you should bring your... Uh, your monkey's face fucking frogs joke back. <laughs> That's a fun joke. It's the idea of like a monkey finding a frog with like a really good grip and then saving it for later. Hilarious. It's so upsetting to people. No one likes to admit the atrocities of the animal kingdom, <laughs> including that monkeys use frogs as fleshlights in the wild. Oh yeah. Uh, I wonder why they never had like an animals after dark thing on Discovery. Like I don't need to like it doesn't have to be like hardcore porn, but let's see all the dumb weird shit that animals do. You know? <laughs> <laughs> see a bunch of like gorillas jerking off and stuff. It's all all you just want to see different animals jerking off. Yeah, I think it'd be funny. <laughs> I want to see how a, a bird jerks off. I want to see how it uses its feathers or if it has to grind <laughs> against something or like what it's doing <laughs> to pleasure itself. I think that they just get angrier and angrier until they're able to catch and <laughs> assault a female bird. <laughs> that's that's true, actually. Yeah, the animal. I, that's I, why they don't show it because the yeah the animal kingdom is horrific when you really think about it. I went to the zoo 
with uh with a Justin and his daughter and okay. they had, they have peacocks there. Oh yeah, just walking <laughs> around. Yeah. Uh, it's like the High Park Zoo. So they're just these like massive containers and they have like capybaras and highland cows and shit. And they have peacocks. Oh, that's cool. And I thought <laughs> I didn't realize how aggressive male peacocks were with their like showing. Yeah. Because they this thing flared up and then it makes like a dome and then he just domed in this female bird against the fence and started like shaking his ass <laughs> and going like, like <laughs> aggressively at her. Just and a then, private <laughs> dance at that point. <laughs> yeah, basically. It's like when you corner a woman at a nightclub and you're like, so where are you from? And she's like trying to get to her friends. Um, and, and then she like got it. She like got bored and walked away and the feathers <laughs> don't go down immediately. So he was just sort of standing there with his big thing out. Like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Justin compared him to, like, a guy in a suit holding roses in the rain. Like, <laughs> That's funny. He and they're, like, tried slowly all wilting. Slowly <laughs> he going just down tried all his moves. <laughs> she was not, he was just sort of looking around, just all erect. <laughs> That's great. I thought you meant the Toronto Zoo for a second. And as much as I love the oh. zoo as a kid, it would just be so depressing to go back. I don't think I ever want to see a monkey behind bars again. It's just, like... Is sad. Yeah. It's like almost a person. It's just right it's, there, you know? It's so close. Yeah, that's what I like about the High Park Zoo, because they're all... Um, I'm trying to think of the right word for it, but they're all, pr- they're all prey. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Their yeah. entire existence is trying their the, to find the best way to get easy food and not die, and that's yeah. basically what the zoo does. So, you know, you go watch your capybaras, which if you haven't seen them, they're like St. Bernard-sized hamsters. <laughs> um, llamas, highland cows, goats. That's a great idea because you're not really changing their lives because none of them yeah. were going to, yeah, none of them were predators, going like hunters, anything like that. Absolutely. They just like to if chew on stuff and fuck, exist. They can. Yeah. You'll help them give birth. Did you know... This is this is my nerdy child coming out. Excuse me, did you know that did you know that all English bulldogs are delivered C section? I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't That's know wild. that either. Like you can't yeah. have an English but it just won't happen. Is it like head too big or something? Like Yeah, and it's like shoulders and head are too big for the birth canal. God damn. So they just won't go out. So every English bulldog is a C section baby. That's crazy to think that they can't be born naturally, and yet they yeah. come into this world yeah. all the time. Yeah, it's because that's breeding. They weren't made naturally either. That's true. They that's were true. made. They were made because people somewhere went. I'm pretty sick of my wolves getting kicked in the face by these bulls. <laughs> I need something with no nose <laughs> and little inward turned feet. It's so like weird to think stomped. of, like, was that someone's job who was, like, changing these animals over time? Or was it just, like, some weird dude's hobby? So back on his farm, he had, like, a husky <laughs> and, like, a fucking small creature, like, locked up. And he's just out there just, like, trying to mush them together all the time. I assume that all of those were, like, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer moments where, you know, his two wolves had a little deformed baby that had a little squished-in face and dumb <laughs> shoulders. And then he was like, what am I supposed to do with this stupid dog? He can't. He's useless. He can't breathe. 
And then all of a sudden he's in the bullpen and he's not getting stomped. <laughs> and the owner's like, "That's I'm going to be a millionaire. You're my favorite dog. <laughs> I assume it's sort of that vibe. I, I love that outlook on history. <laughs> I'm going to definitely yeah. side with that. I like that way That's, better. That is most of history, I think. I'm dumb, remember. <laughs> yeah. But I think most of history is key. Like evolution is basically something having a deformed baby that everyone hates, but then it turns out that the deformed baby is actually the best. <laughs> yeah. I think I think that's all of it. Like you have yeah. a deformed baby that has legs. You're like, what the fuck? It has four it has legs. We're fish. What's he supposed to do with that? And then he walks up on land <laughs> and everyone's like Oh, uh, look at him go. He's it's like, man. oh, man, I should have said goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> he just walks away. Yeah, but then he walks up on land and dies immediately because he still has gills. And then the <laughs> next deformed baby doesn't have gills. And Yeah, the next one that has further. legs doesn't have gills. like, oh, shit, he reminds me of Phil. Yeah. It's like one old <laughs> and then there's just a family of fish with legs and gills, and then there's one without gills. And they're like, look at that freak. <laughs> I think he'll never be like us. He has no gills. And then he walks up on land forever. You're like, oh, man, that guy was actually the best. And then one of each family, they fall in love, but they have to hide their romance because the two <laughs> families are warning. Yeah. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> it's a love story for the ages. It's beautiful. It's <laughs> a fish and a frog love each other. A fish and what a monkey love each other. <laughs> <laughs> and their families don't approve of them, despite how furiously the monkey fucks that frog's mouth. Tim, uh, what have you been doing for fun recently when you're not on the job hunt or on the stage <laughs> hunt? Um, I've been watching a lot of Succession. That's been fun. Nice. What's that about? But it's basically like a Shakespearean drama about like a rich business family, sort of. A, okay. Yeah, it's it's an unbe- it's an unbelievable show that I know I don't fully appreciate because I'm on my phone half the time and uh, I'm like yeah. skipping pat. I'm, if a scene doesn't grab me immediately, I'm like. Skip forward 30 seconds. I'm like, I get it. Oh, shit. Honestly, probably a smart way to watch a TV show. It's a horrible way to watch a TV show <laughs> as someone who wants to, like, make short films. That's, That's true. Fuck off. <laughs> Boo. That's very true. I've been uh, I've been actually reading a bunch. I got started on hey. It by Stephen King. I'm really enjoying <laughs> it. I'm, like, 250 pages in. I read most of... Yesterday, like we went to Britney's parents' place, we're like in the pool, and I was reading in the pool because I got this new floaty. And um, I read probably like a hundred and something pages that day. And as I'm laying in bed about to go to sleep, it's like pitch black. I like say to Britney, I'm like, Well, I hope the fact that I read it all day doesn't affect <laughs> how hard it is to get to sleep or my dreams at all. And then she just like giggled, but because it was pitch black, all I could imagine was just like pennywise laying in bed beside me <laughs> giggling as if it's Brittany, and i was like sick okay it's gonna be a good night <laughs> she just like points you down to her vagina it's like you can float down here too <laughs> no i'll give it a shot yeah hey, hey, actually we, it's, it's a good book so far man it's it's a lot different than i thought it was because you know how the movies there's like part one never and seen part the two. you never saw the movies are no, you not a horror series sorry are you not a horror movie guy? No, I hate horror movies. Really? Yeah. Why? You know that you know that phrase, the only thing to fear is fear itself? Yeah. Yeah. Fear scares the shit out of me. I don't like <laughs> it. I like 
the feeling that I'm going to be afraid soon, I hate it. Oh yeah. yeah. So I just don't watch that shit. Yeah, that's fair. What was there a movie that you saw by accident that like truly affected you in a deep way towards like I wouldn't even risk it anymore? Um probably X-Men. X-Men. X-Men? Yeah, like, probably X-Men. The Marvel movies? They were Sony at the time. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. But really, what yeah. what what about X Men did it for you? It was uh, Mystique. Uh huh. The the sexy blue one. <laughs> when she when yeah. she would when she would change shape, I was just like, no, Mm-mm. no, thank you. That scared you. Yes, things changing shape scared the hell out of me. I couldn't wow. handle it. Like things morphing and transforming. Mm-mm. Oh man, I and love that so, shit. And so I think I just got it in my head correctly. So it's like, all right, if you can't handle X Men, you're probably not down for you know, The Exorcist or it oh, yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I think I watched the Blair Witch Project. That scared me. But I, I was kind of past the point where I knew the gimmick, so it didn't really bug me. Yeah. There was yeah. a couple that really bothered me as a kid. I remember watching. Uh, the Strangers with my cousin Jesse, which was very irresponsible of me. Cause if it scared me in like grade seven, it probably scared the fuck out of him in grade three. I think he would have been in. Is that the but, one where they're wearing like sack masks and the girl is like on the swing? Yeah, and it says it's like based on a true story. And the only reason they did it, they're like, "Why are you doing this to us?" And they're just like, "Because you were home." And it was just oh, like yeah. isolated out in the country thing. And then I looked it up years later. It scared the fuck out of me for years. I looked it up years later, and it's not even based on a true story. They can just <laughs> write that. And there's no legal repercussions to putting based on a true story. And they can just market it off of that, like the fucking uh, the fourth kind or whatever. What? Do you remember that, that alien movie, The Fourth Kind? It's like Are a horror about movie. Close that... Encounters of the Third Kind? No, I think it was called The Fourth Kind. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Could I could been, be wrong. But it was like it said it had like found footage in it that was real and there's like a point where a guy's like levitating out of a bed because he's being abducted. I don't know. It was a weird movie. <laughs> Sounds yeah. like a weird movie. I don't like when this shit lies to me. But anyways, the book is really neat and it um instead of it being like uh, when they were kids and when they're adults, it kind of goes back and forth between the two and like gives you more details and stuff. It's nice. Nice. Yeah. Sorry, I was trying to get a white screen on. Isn't that the one where a bunch of kids fuck each other in a sewer? I think that does that, happen that at the what it's like end of the first book. Yeah, because there's a point where I think Stephen King wants to show that they're no longer children, they're adults now, but you can just write that too, Steve. Yeah, you, you can just, just write they're no drop. longer children, they're adults now. Yeah, and also, isn't it like the end of the first book, they're like, 15 and then at the beginning of the second book they're like 40 something like that yeah because it's like 27 years apart because the whole thing is that after they dealt with it the first time when they were like 10 or whatever they made like a blood pact that if it ever started happening and they would would, yeah a compact yeah they all just came in their hands and rubbed it together and just winked at each other in a circle and uh (laughs) that they would come back if uh anything ever started happening again and then they all moved out of dairy and you forget all these memories from dairy they end up being like pretty successful 
in their lives, but they don't think about it at all. But there's one guy who stays behind and then it starts happening again and he calls these people. And then that's where I'm at now is these people are making their way back to Derry and all their memories are flooding back in. So that's what's like filling in the narrative of the, the little kid side. So you didn't really, you didn't really need to tell the world they weren't children anymore because the next time we saw them, they were like 45. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty clearly not children anymore. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, instead of all fucking each other in the sewer, they could have just said the word mortgage or something. <laughs> yeah, you say That's mortgage three times and you just become an adult. That's how it should work. Yeah. I really like your... Because you do read a lot, but it's very deep and very narrow what you read. <laughs> yeah. It's true crime, Stephen King... Harry Potter. Do you read Harry Potter anymore? Or is that done? Um, it's been a while since I've read Harry Potter. I like to. I like to put some. I'm gonna start putting more self help books in there sometimes. Nice. Some more history stuff. You know, keep that spark alive. Alright, because you love Harry Potter. You. you I do. I do love. You Harry fucking Potter. love Harry Potter. Yeah. When's the last time you read or watched anything Harry Potter? <sighs> Read or watched. Well, watched would be um, when they did that 20-year 20 20 reunion of, like, the Harry Potter cast that they put out okay. on Crave. Doesn't count. Okay. I mean stories. Um, I for sure watched one or two of the movies within the last month, I bet. At least one, I'd they, say. Do they hold up? I feel like they're bad. Some of them hold up. The third one, like Prisoner of Azkaban, I think is just a good movie overall but that's the one made by you know children of men alfonso cuaron like he did a fucking kick-ass job with that whereas like i remember seeing the goblet of fire for the first time i was so disappointed by it and i've watched interviews with other people who worked on that movie and like uh, they talk about how the director never read the book like he thought it was boring so he didn't read it and then he would (laughs) pitch things in like the meeting for the story like uh what if the dragon gets le- loose in the first task and then it burns down the forbidden forest? Everybody's <laughs> sitting there who's like read the books is like, the forest is really important to the story in like <laughs> most of them. And he's like, oh, oh God. Yeah, this it's guy just a looks bad like movie. Just a, the, look up a picture of the director. It looks like this chinless British Fauntleroy. Is it uh, Mike Newell? It is Mike Newell. Ah, gross. The director of Four Weddings and a Funeral. Yeah, and Donnie <laughs> Brasco. And Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. What a weird resume. But good for yeah, him, love, I guess. Love in the Time of Cholera, Great Expectations, Mona Lisa's Smile, Four Weddings and a Funeral, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Oh, and then in 2010 he did the Jake Gyllenhaal Prince of Persia movie. So he's just been killing it. So he's an artist is what I'm saying. He is a well-loved man for the hard work and dedication he puts into uh, his craft. Yeah. I think I read read most of the Harry Potter books during lockdown at some point. I just always fall off trying to read The Order of Phoenix again because Harry just gets so whiny about everything (laughs) and I just can't handle, like, every response to everything. Like, do you want breakfast this morning? He's like, oh, Voldemort killed my parents. You don't even fucking remember is, them. You're like, is that the, <laughs> shut up. Is that the one where him and Ron and Hermione like go into the woods? I Well, they do that in most of them. No, they like, 
they like go into the woods and they leave the school behind and then they're on their own and they start infighting and Ron like has fantasies about Harry kissing. Oh Hermione no, that's the that's the last one. That's the death yeah, of that's, Gallows. That shit was bad. That was Yeah. It was bad, bad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was that was not tough. great storytelling for uh, yeah. for that section of the the book for sure. Actually, that last book in general isn't that great. The last fight gets weird. Harry's calling Voldemort Riddle a lot. That's never happened before. I don't yeah. know why he just thought this is a good time for nicknames right at the end. <laughs> <laughs> or he just like he'd been sitting on it for a couple of years, and he's like, ah, well, you know, I got to shoot your shot. Just go for I it. Like, I feel like we know each other at this point. Yeah, she just started calling him Tom. Yeah, Tommy. Tommy boy. <laughs> Give him a noogie on his fucking. Yeah, kill my head. parents, Tommy. <laughs> T dog. <laughs> Speaking of um, dumb medieval crap. Uh-huh. Any word from medieval times? Dude, I still haven't gotten the coupon. I want it, fuckers. I want it so bad. I want it so bad. I want an excuse to go to medieval times because apparently we should. I don't know if we mentioned this uh-huh. to listener. <laughs> um, if it's your birthday month, you can go to Medieval Times for free. Yeah, but keep in mind, everyone listening to this, it takes four to six weeks from yeah, entering your email to get the as if it's sent by carrier pigeon electronically or something. I don't know why it takes so long. So if your birthday's coming up and you're thinking Medieval Times because you're also cool. Uh, you know, just make sure to get that email in on time. Nah, Medieval Times is cool. We've yeah. come Have back you around. been before? No. Ah, oh, man. But I just want to know what it's has, like. And uh, a knight, when she was a kid, and a knight kissed her hand. She's wow. told me that story like eight times. Like, it really <laughs> stuck with her. So clearly it's left its, its mark. Absolutely. I'm afraid we're going to run into that guy in the street. Okay, he knows horses. Oh, my God. Great he just sweeps mail. her off her feet. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yes, he would. I, just like I scoops her up her with again. the end of like his really long sword. Got <laughs> in like her sweater hood or something. Just like yeah, bloop, like just like, like plops she's her on the a horse. piece of mutton. Yeah. <laughs> no, I it don't happened, know. Man. Yeah, and he would turn away, and the horse would give me one of those like dismissive. Yeah, and <laughs> I have nothing left. And roll its eyes. Oh my yeah. god. And then I would. Uh, Chase them down with my car because I'm a modern man with the modern conveniences. <laughs> As you should at that point. I would tase him <laughs> from my car. Taste my lightning. <laughs> yeah. How else do you how do you defeat a metal man? <laughs> you tie a kite to his back and get him with a key on the other end. <laughs> That's what we should uh let let's make one of those old timey medieval comedies. Uh-huh. Where like a guy is sent back in time. Do you remember that movie uh Black Knight? I think it was called The Black Knight. Yeah. Where Martin Lawrence gets sent back in time. Is that with Heath Ledger? Or not a Knight's Tale. That's yeah, it's a Knight's of. Tale. Yeah. This was a comedy in which Martin Lawrence basically has to trick a bunch of people who have never seen a black person before <laughs> that he like knows a bunch of stuff about the future, but he doesn't actually know he doesn't know how to make anything. <laughs> That's fun. <laughs> it was very, very fun. This is Martin Lawrence at the height of his powers. I gotta, God, I gotta I, look I might, up this. I might watch that movie again. But anyway, great plot point for uh, 
an old timey medieval thing. If there's a guy who has the best armor, you defeat him by tying a key to a kite. <laughs> what I would just know. convincing him to wear it somehow yeah <laughs> as I'm in the woods frantically trying to make a wi-fi router <laughs> out of sticks <laughs> like I'm on Gilligan's Island <laughs> please someone I need something <laughs> oh man I, I haven't I haven't seen a pair of fake boobs in over a month <sighs> that'd be awful remember the like first time do you remember like early like early internet fake boobs. Early internet fake boobs. Yeah, they well, sucked. I told, I told you about my uh, experience with Cougars dot com, right? When I was in no in class, this was in grade four, and I was doing a test on, or I was doing a project on big cats, and we we're in the <laughs> computer lab, and I just typed Cougars dot com, and then just like a bunch of like 50 plus year old ladies with like big fake tits like showed up on the screen. And then I had to convince my teacher that I was <laughs> just looking for the cats. And I thought it'd be an easy search. Oh yeah. Kid, uh, kid in my school got me with xmen.com. <laughs> I went home and I was like, I love the X-Men. That's my favorite D video cassette. We rent from tropical video. <laughs> and I went home, typed in xmen.com and it was just like, a parade, like just a waterfall of pop-ups, just all oh, the way yeah. down the pop screen. I forget how pop-ups used to be the worst thing. You'd have to like, you your reflexes would get so good. Your reflexes would get better than at video games because you'd just be like closing <laughs> them so fast. Tiny tiny X's. I have a vivid memory of one of them of like a naked. It was red and it had yellow text, and there was a naked lady in that like, you know, the naked lady um, mud flap. Shape, mud flap. Yeah, there's like the lady silhouette mud flap on the back of trucks. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. She was in like that pose. Yeah. I can still picture it in my head because it's the most panicked I've been in my life. <laughs> because my parents were upstairs, and I remember frantically closing them as my dad is walking down the stairs to his oh, office. Shit. I was in his office on his work computer, and I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I got them all closed, and they just turned around all, like, drenched in sweat, like, what's up? Hey, what's going on? <laughs> Nothing. Homework. You? What are you doing? I was just reading a spooky story. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe this is why I don't like X-Men. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah. like, that was a horror movie for you. Like, I'm never reliving like, that again X-Men, Naked Lady. It's just, like, very, <laughs> I had PTSD as an 11-year-old. I remember watching horror movies as a kid, and I would only watch them in the afternoon if they happened to be on TV, and I would pick another channel that had a nice TV show on, like even a little kid show. Like I'd be flipping between Friday the 13th Part 8 and Treehouse TV and just would, <laughs> like watch as much as I could handle, and if it was too much, I would just switch and just be like, whew, and just watch something nice for a little bit and then switch <laughs> back when I felt like I could handle it. It's like I was training for it. Yeah, that's a very sophisticated way of handling that yeah and not understanding the plot of either of the things you're watching yeah <laughs> you're too frazzled when you're watching the nice thing and then you're too invested when you're watching the scary thing that was the move watching like late night cable on uh you know like red shoe diaries or like emmanuel or any of those showtime oh, yeah. Do you remember Latin lover yeah that was big for me Latin lover. and then and then you're just like no, Dad. Just your dad comes downstairs and I quickly switch channels and convinced him I was watching comedy now on mute. 
<laughs> yeah, or like the volume on one. Because sometimes yeah. you just want to hear it like a little bit. This is like ear right up to the television. Nothing used to get my hearing as good as like trying to listen to pornography late at night when I still lived at home as a as a youth. Because even through headphones, I was paranoid that you'd be able to hear it, at, which made no sense at all. So it'd still have it super duper low and still have one ear like trained to like the rest of the whole house just listening oh. for any small sound that were to happen. Yeah, you basically have echolocation. Yeah. And you can pick out like, or no, that footstep was in the upstairs bathroom. Like you just hear a creak and you can just map out, 3D map the whole house. Yeah. And put exactly where that sound was from. <laughs> yeah, it's an, like amazing superpower you lose. The more freedom you get in your life to do what you want, you're like, I don't have that anymore. My hearing's awful now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's fine. Yeah, who needs hearing? <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? I'd need... like to hear less anyways, so. Absolutely. I'm f- totally fine with lear- with losing my creepier skills. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And the ability to hear if someone's coming. What other creepy skills I'm do you think you have? Um, Have or had? Had. Let's do had. That probably All right. makes you feel better. I used better. to be able to find anyone on the internet. Wow. I remember one time my buddy came back from a music festival and he had a he had a first name and a phone number and I found her on Facebook. Jesus. How do you do that? Just diligence, <laughs> uh, you know, area code lookup. See who mentioned the festival. <laughs> Isn't it funny to think you could be putting this to use with like helping crack cold cases or something, but that was always it's like, oh, there might be a chance to get laid. My friend to get laid. Yeah. Or in my case, it's um, there might be a chance to see a picture of a girl I like. <laughs> Maybe she's been to the beach this year. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is accurate. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm glad I lost. Uh, I'm glad I lost those skills. Yeah. Or at least haven't have no need to use it anymore. That's good. Absolutely, you don't yeah. Need that. Mm-hmm. Like I told you about the time I like looked up. I have a bit about it, but the time I looked up the lady who worked for Tip Top Tailors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just knew uh, what she did in her spare time, what her job was, and uh, her first name, and I uh, <laughs> found her. <laughs> impressive found her on facebook and then in the middle of typing a message to her i was like there's so much i can't explain there was no point in going through all of this because i i I, there's like steps two through nine of me writing this message i cannot justify yeah yeah it's just (laughs) not okay and like do you think you had an interaction anywhere close to engaging enough to merit this sort of no hunt, you know. No, yeah. At the at that time in my life, yes, I did think. That. <laughs> How but old were you? Like twenty-four. Okay. When's the last time someone was just nice to you and you fell in love with them? Is that like out of your system now? Yeah. Yeah. That's Thank good. God. Yeah. Thank God. Dude. That was a bad period. Like I go to a Krabby Joe's and like watch the fights and have a couple schooners and the waitress like smiles at me and I'm like. She's the one. I'm glad that's gone. 
I still remember going <laughs> to the distillery district and going to the like vintage shop next to m- where Robbie was selling olive oils. <laughs> and there was just a lady there in a yellow dress who complimented me on the overpriced notebook I was purchasing. And I would have married her that day. Like, I was... <laughs> or or just like... Co- there were just coffee shops in London mm-hmm. where like I would go there often and just have these polite interactions with the lady behind the counter. <laughs> and then I would have one weird interaction and then never go back to that coffee shop. Yeah. Because I was like, I've ruined it. Ruined what? Ruined, ruined what we had. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ruined the she doesn't remember me at all, so who cares? <laughs> yeah. Ruined the that. she knows she can upsell me to buy the crappy homemade donuts they sell. <laughs> I told you about when I worked at a Deluxe Paints on St. Clair in Toronto. There was a Harvey's. I just knew I was going to way too much. And I seriously thought of... Uh, just asking the one employee out on a date just to shame myself into not going to that Harvey's anymore. I was it's like, that would do it. This it's like, yeah, I just like, I ask once, she says no, it's weird, and now I can never eat food here again, and that would be great <laughs> for me. And if I can just slowly make it harder and harder for myself to have fast food in the in the general vicinity of where I live, it's a good diet Dude, plan. Can you s- can you see how sweaty I've gotten through the course of this podcast? You look a bit shinier, yeah. I am so fucking shy. I am <laughs> Turn that so AC on, gross man. right now. Turn that AC oh on. Oh, my God. Just live it's your in best the other life. room. And oh. I turned the fan off because I was worried it was going to... I'm, like, getting sweat stains on my hat. Dude, there's a fucking heat wave today. You got to be smart. Ugh. Hold on. There's my like headphones a heat warning. just turned off and I took my hat off. <laughs> Hold on. We're getting it back, and we're back. All right, you can talk again. Guys, welcome back to the podcast. That was a commercial break by our sponsor this week. Fuck. Uh, Tim's <laughs> Back Sweat. units, yeah. <laughs> Tim's Back Sweat. We thank you for all your support. They provided me with a lot of back sweat. Yeah, if you join our $5 tier on Patreon, you'll oh. get a vial of Tim Back Sweat every month. If I ever get around to posting the videos on YouTube, get off my fucking lazy ass, <laughs> uh, you can check out the YouTube video. And around 42 minutes, you can see I'm sweating like a pig. <laughs> <laughs> fucking yeah. nasty, dude. I'm glad I have an AC on literally right behind it. Your AC, actually. So thank you so much for keeping me cool. Hey, no problem. I'd rather you have it than any of the rich women I'd previously loaned it to in the past. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Did better you see? I'm a better home for this. This this might be oh, whatever. No they're not gonna fucking listen to this. Who cares? Did you see <laughs> that, that that lady who recently did her second GoFundMe for her cat? Yeah. Yeah. The one who like I don't know, I heard she doesn't pay her own rent. And okay. she posted a GoFundMe for her cat that was like she raised like five grand for her cat's eye surgery Good on God. GoFundMe. Yeah. Uh, recently posting pictures of her uh, latest vacation where she's off buying, going to very fancy restaurants and clubs and buying expensive things. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Super duper cool. She's su- such a sick person to be. 
Yeah. Feels like you I don't could know. really reallocate those funds if something truly mattered to you, but you know. Yeah. Teach their it's own. A good thi- it's a good thing you didn't have to use any of that stuff because the GoFundMe went so well. So you could take a much needed vacation to de stress from yeah. all of your cat surgery problems. <laughs> I've never spoken to her. I might have spoken to her once. I just like she like yeah. booked a show one time, so I have her on Instagram and I can just like hate her. Yeah. No, I don't hate her. But that that sucks. That yeah. sucks, dude. That's a bad look. That's a bad look. And probably, honestly, the last time people would ever fall for something like that. And you probably don't want to be the girl who cried GoFundMe if your life takes a turn where you truly need it for something, you know? Yeah, but I don't know. I'm sure all her friends are just, like, rich kids. Yeah. Just, they don't pay attention to that sort of stuff. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Maybe some like chic brought her out to wherever it is, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Maybe she, maybe that's how she pays for cat surgeries. Yeah. Just by having fancy. Because the GoFundMe wasn't working good enough. Yeah. <laughs> Going to do stand-up comedy for Saudi princes, like she's Beyonce. I would love that. I would love to be. Th- I remember hearing a story Russell Peters told on. I think it was this is not happening where some. Like, I don't know if it was like an Iranian prince or something paid for him to come out and it was like 50 grand just to do one set one night, like flown out in a jet, flown back. Like, it's yeah. fucking insanity. I I might be mixing like eight different stories together, uh-huh. but I heard a story of like a Saudi prince like inviting Beyonce out to do like a one night performance for just like him. Yeah. Strange. Yeah. And it was just like... Just paid her all the money because they have infinite money. Yeah. And it was just like in his living room. <laughs> he was like on the couch and she was just like, like she was like a kid doing a magic show. Oh, my right. God. <laughs> then she just had to like give it 110%. Yeah. She's just singing, you know, drunk in love or whatever next <laughs> in front of a fireplace around like pictures of his family and shit. He's like, <laughs> Yes. Thank you, Beyonce. Probably occasionally, like, talking to, like, the one other person beside him, even though she's, like, belting it out just for him. You know? Yeah. And he's, like, he's just turning over, like, should we get pizza? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of what kind of sushi could we have killed tonight? <laughs> like, we're thinking, like, cow sushi? <laughs> cow sushi? Yeah. It's what they call steak tartare. Oh, I've never heard that before. I just made it up. I don't. <laughs> God damn it, Tim. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know how gullible I am. can't <laughs> plant these ideas in my mind. You're so gullible, Doug. My tiny little moldable mind. Yeah. I. Uh, oh, I think I told you once um, about my buddy Guillaume's dog. Oh, he pissed on Guillaume's bed the second we got there. <laughs> and it was all about like stealing hats and trying to lick the inside of people's ears. Strange. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, my buddy Robbie went down and sent me a picture of, uh, sent me a picture of him with the dog. I was like, so how's it going? Is he still peeing everywhere and sexually harassing people? And he's like, well, he hasn't peed, but, uh, he did try to take off this girl's dress. Oh my God. It's a little pervert it like, dog. It was like their buddy brought his like girlfriend around. They were all <laughs> hanging out. And the dog just like 
kept trying to get her dress off. <laughs> Which Good means God. that dog is either horribly trained or very well trained. <laughs> <laughs> depending, depending on how you feel. Have you ever been in a house with like a very misbehaving animal? I for sure have. I just can't think of an example right now. It's weird because it's yeah. a lot like being in a house with a very ill-behaved child. Yeah, but I feel like people know they can be meaner to the animal, which is bad, you know, because they're like, well, the animal's probably not going to remember this and hold it against me. And No, but you can't discipline someone else's dog. Yeah. You can't, like, yell at the dog or, like, smack it on the nose or something. And the most you can be is like, hey, like, that's that's about as high as you can get. Yeah, you can just panically yell the owner's name. That's, like, the only option you have. Yeah. Or, like... Say de- saying down to someone else's dog feels weird. You just have to kind of s- when a do- someone else's dog is jumping on you and you're like <laughs> holding a pie, you just have to be like, <laughs> okay, 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 hey, hey, you yeah. have to act like that. See, I, I love dogs so much that I I almost embrace the jumping. I'm like the bad guest to bring over because I will feed into every bad <laughs> habit because I just love dogs so much. You're I love just- going to Brittany's parents' place and just picking up the Chihuahua and just walking around with it like it's a baby all the time. Yeah. I love that stuff. I held dogs most of the day yesterday. I'd lay in a hammock and read and pet a dog, sit in their cool floaty egg chair and pet a dog. That's nice. Did you hang out with my buddy? Oh, uh, yeah. The little, the little dog. <laughs> yeah, Ella. What was yeah. her name? Ella, yeah. She's yeah. too much. Just Which coughs one? all the time. You walk in the house, the dog comes near, it's like, Just <laughs> 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 so excited, like its whole back end oh is shaking. I remember yeah. when Britain, when I was like, when Brittany said, oh, you've never got this much attention to the dog. And then I <laughs> joked, oh, is she available? <laughs> and she's like, hey, you could probably take her if you wanted. A part of me is like, are you being serious? I need you to tell me <laughs> right now if oh, you're being yeah. serious. I will take this dog. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ella and Tim is a great combo. You guys would yeah. have a good time together, I think. Yeah, I remember you just walked in the room, and I was just like lying on the floor next to her. She's just having a great time. <laughs> Oh man, I don't oh. think she'd have fun uh, going up the stairs of your place, but you that's just true. Carry I her. carry she her off. Yeah, she's little. Yeah, I told you about taking my grandma's fat Shih Tzu for a walk, and I wanted to go for a really <laughs> long walk, and then the Shih Tzu just got so tired she collapsed beneath a tree and was laying there for like twenty minutes panting. And I was like, I'm not standing here any longer. We're still twenty minutes from home, so I just picked her up and had to carry her all the way home. <laughs> Yeah, for those who, and she just like would wake see. up occasionally and just like stare at me. That's <laughs> that's very cute. I love when a dog quits on a walk. Like seeing a guy carry home a golden retriever is great. It's like <laughs> over his shoulder. The dog's like, nah, I just I'm done now. Yeah. I saw uh, I saw a poodle do that in the middle of a crosswalk near my house the other day. He just stopped in the middle of the road and was like, no, nah, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hot. hot. Yeah, <laughs> fuck this. And the owner was like stopping cars with her hands and like trying to scoop the dog up that she's that she can't physically carry. Oh my god, that always stresses me out whenever I see a woman walking a dog that I don't think they could handle. Like if the dog decided I want to, I want to go over here really fast, the woman would have no choice but to follow. Oh yeah, car- cartoonly behind in the air, just like flying <laughs> in the breeze. Yeah, that's my that's my mom's big fear with uh, their dog Judd because he's like oh, a black yeah. lamb. And so she just, whenever they go out for a walk, she just has a big pocket full of treats. And anytime, 
anytime like a bus goes by or another dog goes by or she has to pick up poop, he's just getting sh- treats shoved in his face. <laughs> like, don't move, please. I'm a tiny lady. <laughs> That's smart on her part. Absolutely. And honestly, but, gonna but also the dog has some, dog has a weight problem. Yeah. Dog has a pretty big weight problem. Yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> he can only he can only go on half distance walks now. <laughs> he doesn't make it around cuz they g- do like a loop through a park. Yeah. And uh and then go back around to the front of the house. He, he stops at the back gate of the house now. So he just does half the loop of the park, <laughs> like halfway through the park and then comes back inside. He just walks over there himself. He's like, "Ah, no, nah, I'm having good." That's probably. You fine. guys go on without me. I'm just going <laughs> to Yeah. Just gonna hey, lay down here for a little bit. You guys can keep walking if you want to, but I am done. Yeah, yeah. honestly, you know what? Seen it, been there. Don't need to see it again. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, yeah, it's this. I know this neighborhood. <laughs> no, no, leave time. the treats. Leave the treats. It's okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want a treat for being a good boy on the walk, and then you may leave. <laughs> I gotta get my energy back. Just eating the whole bag. <laughs> I burned a lot of carbs out there. Right? I'm, <laughs> I'm carb loading at the moment. Yeah, I need protein after my workouts. <laughs> um, do you want to like talk shop for the last ten? And sure, actually, can I'll, I ask like, you a question? Uh, a quick a question bath. first. Yeah, all right. It's uh, related to chess because uh, my cousin Josh is now getting more into chess, and uh, Jesse the guy who beat is... me at chess. No, that's his brother. The guy who beat me at chess is Josh. Josh, the one who beat you is Jesse. Right. uh, Josh and Doug playing the worst game of chess ever played. Yeah, it was maybe, yeah, probably up there. For sure (laughs) up there. Like, you guys just shaking your heads, just seeing all these dumb moves that we missed. Yeah. And then both of us just making such bad mistakes. But it was making it more exciting because it wasn't like, oh, he's in trouble once he goes there. It's like he would be in trouble, but there's no way the other guy's going to see it. He's going to do something <laughs> stupid, and and the one he wouldn't, he'd be like, "Oh my god, now what?" <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyways, Josh was saying he's like getting more into chess, and he's like started reading about it and like actually taking notes about like openings and stuff. And he's like, he's "Like, yeah, maybe I could try and be like a grandmaster." And Jesse immediately you just is just yourself. like, uh, "That will never happen. That will never." ever happened like every grandmaster starts chess at the age of like three or four yeah absolutely it's like your whole life is dedicated to just chess he he may as well try to make the nba (laughs) at 31 30 (laughs) yeah yeah, 31 years old no 30 exactly he may as well just like put up a net in his backyard and be like i think i'm gonna get really good at basketball (laughs) lebron james is 38 i can I feel like LeBron James. <laughs> but no, he he has no chance. But he can have fun with his friend. Uh I my I would really like to work up the nerve to go get bullied by an old black man in a park. That seems oh, like a yeah. fun time. Yeah. Yeah. They just say speak quickly saying mean things at me while they blow the doors off me in chess. What's like your biggest win in chess? Was there like someone you beat where you're like, fuck yeah, I didn't think that was gonna happen? No, no, not yet. No, no like I mostly, ju- I mostly just play online. Who... I just oh, play like yeah. random Iranian dudes. <laughs> uh, when I when I was in school, I mm-hmm. uh, I went to a chess tournament. Yeah. Because I I was the best in my school's chess club, Heck and yeah. uh, I made it past the first round because I just kept like three move checkmating people. <laughs> Fuck yeah. 
and then just no one had looked it up, and I just beat everybody. <laughs> and then I made I made it to the second round, and then um, and then we had to play with a clock. Oh, and when I tell you your boy crumbled, <laughs> I mean, I crumbled. I cried after. I was like, I oh, said, wow. I what grade were you? I was like, cr- uh, like probably sixth. Okay. Fifth or sixth, something like that. And I was just like crying in this convention center. <laughs> and I was, for making it to the second round, I got like a plastic mat and some chess pieces. So I'm just holding my chess pieces crying. <laughs> He's been like, I try my best. I'm sorry, I let everybody down. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's oh, like, okay, it's fine. <laughs> I still remember the face of the kid who beat me too. Did, were you crying ca- at that moment? Were you, what do you mean? Or did you hold it together, like when he beat you? I think, like towards the end, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and then, of the game itself. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man. Because, because I just <laughs> oh, lost man. and it was just like it was just like playing oh. out the game. With <laughs> and then and then and then when I got oh, away dude. from the table, I like shook his hand, got away from the table, and just completely crumbled. This guy looked. The guy looked like a tiny accountant. He kind of looked like. Do you remember the show Lost? Yeah. You know the little like weaselly villain guy. Oh yeah, Benjamin yeah, Linus. Yeah, he played yeah. like the. He was like the intern on Conan way back in the day. Yeah, the creepy looking dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looked yeah. like him. <laughs> He's just like a little guy in like a collared shirt in the sixth grade. He's like, hi, nice to meet you. I'm like, uh, hi. And they just <laughs> dummied me. <laughs> dude, that's so fucking funny that you're crying <laughs> towards the end of the chess game. Just like whimpering yeah, softly. I'm just like moving my king down the board. <laughs> Just moving it towards the edges. Just yeah. like, and you have to put the king down and then hit the clock. <laughs> this is every time king, clock, king, clock, king, clock. <laughs> good game. <laughs> oh, dude, that's so fucking good. Oh, that's yeah. so fucking no. good. That was so stupid. You but talk look shop? at me now. What's your yeah. name? Now I'm drenched in sweat doing a midday podcast. <laughs> that you're whimpering towards the end of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we can talk some shop. I want to hear about that uh, shit show show you were at. Oh, the shit show show. It wasn't that bad. It was just that it was a brewery where everyone was just fucking going hard. You know, Sorry, everyone's was going hard. Was like for that Friday kid with cancer? Night. No, that's in a couple weeks. Okay, good, because I don't want to hear you talking shit about that show. Yeah. I'm not going to talk shit about that show. Hopefully, it's actually good, because no. if it's a fundraiser yeah. for a kid with cancer, I'm hoping people will actually be there. That would be yeah. sick. That would be sick to perform in front of people. I just think it's cool that this guy's like make-a-wish was to see Doug Coning headline in St. Thomas. <laughs> I think, I think that's like, pretty cool. Yeah, the pain of anything I go through after that won't be as bad as that show. I think that's what they're thinking. Yeah. You're going to be on stage and be like, this is the worst thing ever. And then look over <laughs> at him and be like, ah, nah, it's not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this is not that show. This is, uh, which everyone, if you're in St. Thomas, what's the date of that? August 27th at the back August alley, Bar and Grill. Yeah, you should go to that show, and also, I don't know if there's like a GoFundMe or something, but I'm sure we can put that somewhere. I think there for sure is. Yeah, I could put it in the comments somewhere. 
yeah, or in we'll the spread description that of the show. Yeah, but no, the show is the show is all right. The main part that was hard for me was the fact that the stage was so fucking hot, and I heard other comics saying it, and I just didn't believe them. I was like, oh, maybe they're nervous, maybe something. But literally, the second I got up there, I was like drenched in sweat, and then I just kept <laughs> getting sweatier and sweatier throughout the night. And it was really high ceilings, which always feels like the ha ha's are like ha, like right up into the air, and they don't really ever feel yeah. like they get to you. Absolutely. Those are in God's hands now. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not right show. Ha-has. One comic kind of shit on other comics who've been on the show. was being like, this During show's the been show? fucking awful. Yeah. Like oh. on stage. It's like, yeah, this show's been fucking awful. Hey, yeah. Good job actually sitting through this. This is fucking brutal. Hey, just at the honestly. Back, like, a couple of them are okay. I know. I know that that's like, if you're another comic who like went up, that's bad form. Yeah. But. If you're gonna try to like turn a show 180 degrees, yeah, you, you got it. You got to do something like that. And honestly, like if it's, to his credit, he got a lot of big laughs. He got a lot of yeah. big laughs off his actual jokes. So, I remember when you headlined the Poacher's Arms, um, I like featured or like middled or whatever. I think I did 20 in the middle, and then you went up into like 40. Just, <laughs> just a long show, and there were like four London comics before us. Yeah. And they all were kind of bad and weird and like Peter Reed was in there. Not bad, but people didn't like him. Yeah, strange. He's a strange yeah. guy. He's a strange guy to have dropped in front of you. It's like how you don't want to watch a horror movie. He's kind of like a living horror movie. You know, yeah, like you really have to be in the right on stage mindset. and in life. <laughs> and I love you, Peter, he, uh, if you're listening to this. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to uh, your Twitch stream, whatever that is. And then there was that dude who like, wrapped in a bathrobe like r-a-p-p-e-d not w-r-a-p-p-e-d oh okay in a bathrobe and then i went on stage and it was just weird and i was when i was like yeah london got weird i don't know what happened since i've been here but this is insane and then the audience was like yes it, it thank you because you're what the hell's going on yeah yeah they needed someone the to be like oh we're not we're not insane. This is insane. We yeah, haven't lost not, you, our minds. Yeah. You just need to tell them, listen, you not enjoying all that stuff before was not your fault. Yeah. <laughs> That's on them. The, That's not yeah, on we're you. Turn, we're turning this ship around. All right. Four more years. Like We're, <laughs> we're going. I, uh, I did a show here called, um, called The Banana Room at the Royal Comedy Theater. Okay. It's a very fun show run by the dude, nice. Evan Dubois, who's, I think, recording an album. This weekend, he does like comedy songs. Very Bo yeah. Burnham me. It's cool. Uh, it's great. It's the banana show. The first comic of the night went up in a banana suit, did jokes about being a banana. <laughs> Very Same. fun. But it's a variety show, yeah. and there was a dude who showed up with a ukulele, and there was a lot of kerfuffle in the back regarding his ukulele, mm-hmm. and um, he. Uh, oh god, my lighting sucks. Whatever. Got real dark in here. Anyway, he was <laughs> with his ukulele. And then he gets on stage after me, and he goes, oh, this is the one show I don't bring my uh, backup ukulele uh, because he brought the wrong chord. So he sang a cappella. Oh, God. At this Man. show. It was weird. It was <laughs> weird. Yeah. He was singing, like, soulful shanties. <laughs> and, like, Was it Dan Brennan? Pi- no. <laughs> uh, 
And I'm sure it would have been fine and he would have been given the benefit of the doubt if it wasn't a comedy show. Yeah. Because a party is looking around going, is this a bit? Yeah, yeah, is yeah. Is this performance art, comedy of some yeah. kind? But no, it's just a heavy set bearded man trying his best <laughs> with a bad situation. Oh, man. So it was just silent the whole time. That's and, the kind uh, of thing that would forever hold him back from even trying something like that. The yeah. idea that it could go that wrong and you'd have to go acapella. There was like a concert that it, me it and Jason it, went okay. to. And, um, the, Sorry, I just want to say, I said it was acapella, but he did yeah. have one of those egg shakers. Oh, it's even so worse. He, he was shaking that. <laughs> well, second, sorry, you go ahead. Wait, so so he wouldn't have been shaking that, I guess, if he was playing the ukulele, right? Because how the fuck would he have? That was his yeah. substitute for the ukulele? Yeah, I think he looked around and was like, what else have I got? And there was a mini guitar on stage, but he didn't know how to play the guitar. <laughs> he was ukulele only. Oh, so. man. But anyway, you go with your story. Well, it was that we went and saw these bands at London Music Hall, and the one guy, all of his bandmates couldn't get past the border. Like something nice. happened, so he was the only part of the opening band. So he just went up there with a the guitar and like sang 10 to 15 minutes worth of songs and stuff, which good on him. They were all right. Hey. But all I kept thinking is, man, a whole band would make this sound real cool. <laughs> it's to sound real cool with a whole band. Yeah, sure wish this thing was a lot fuller. Yeah, but that being said, the band after them, like the co-headliner, like fucking crushed because nice. of that comparison as well. Because like two <laughs> guitar players came out just like shredding immediately, and you're like, okay, yeah, yeah, what this was the is band? where it's at. I think that was Clutch. Oh, it's like kind I of like a stoner uh, rock band, like a little. That's, that seems up your alley. Yeah, it was it was good, man. It was a good show. <laughs> oh, I uh, also at this show. Yeah, there was one lady who was like involved in the show mm-hmm. she'd be like oh don't say that about yourself or oh yeah oh, absolutely God, like just saying stuff but only three people bought tickets <laughs> so it was funny ben bayfield showed up late and she was like talking to him <laughs> and like telling him he was handsome <laughs> which is funny oh it's strange and he was like did you buy a ticket and she's like yeah and he's like all right because <laughs> <laughs> like, hey you're one of three people who bought tickets i'm, I'm not gonna Yes, I'm not going to be mean to you because you're actually giving us money, I guess. Yeah. But when I was up on stage, mm-hmm. she, had, she had like a notebook out. And when I was up on stage, she was laughing. She tried to say stuff to me and I just ignored her and kept doing jokes and I was doing well. So she couldn't yeah. really get in, which was nice. Yeah. But at one point during one of my jokes, she wrote something in her notebook and then gave it a hard two underlines that like I could hear from the stage, like <laughs> pencil on paper. And I have no idea what it was. I I regret not asking her. I want to know what the fuck she wrote, what it says. If I die this week, avenge me. Find that's, this tiny, <laughs> tiny that's woman. That's who did it, yeah. Yes, find her. I, I want to know if she like wrote down a joke of mine or if she I like wrote him. down my name. I hate him. Yeah, yeah. I don't, Since I don't seven know. Seven days. Who knows, oh, another, another problem with like comedians showing up late to a show and doing crowd work. Uh, she was one of the three tickets bought, yeah. and then the other side, there were two, there was a man and a woman sitting together who mm-hmm. had bought the other two tickets, <laughs> and when the host was on stage, we found out they were brother and sister, Yeah, and all the comics at the show were like, okay, 
I will not ask them if they're dating. Yes. And then like three comics showed up later. Yep. And decided to try crowd work. All asked if they were dating. Every single person asked if they were dating. I hate and that. And by like, the end, they're hear just hear each like, other do it. Yeah, they're just getting frustrated. They're like in the front room, not paying attention. Oh, God. And they're like, no, brother and sister. <laughs> and the comic's like, ah, did that. someone ask you before? Oh, that's my bad. It's like, yeah, it is. It's two-thirds of the whole fucking place. Yeah, it's truly your bad for doing yeah. crowd work and not paying attention. But That's kind of like the cross you have to bear if you're going to do crowd work, I think, is you have to actually pay attention. You yeah. should pay attention regardless, but... If you're going to talk to a man, like, know some stuff. It's even, like, a quicker way to get yourself in on shit. Like, say yeah. someone's name, look at them, you know? They reacted to something someone else said. You look at them and say their name when you're saying something yeah. in the same vein, you know? Yes and name, veins. Just, yeah. you know, yes and their crowd work. Yeah. But whatever. You got plugs? Yeah. This uh, Thursday I'll be at the Backroom Comedy Club at... 8 and 10, I think. Uh, so go cool. to that, Thursday, August 11th. And then I I'm not think doing on, shit. I'll come hang out. Fuck yeah. And then on Saturday, I think I have a show in St. Thomas with Jeff Leeson. I have to double check that. But that'll be at the train nice. station, which will be sick. Um, can't remember what it's called. But yeah, if that's happening, that'll be cool. Oh, and I'm at the, uh, the Levity Amateur Night this Wednesday. Congrats. Which has been packed to the tits every Wednesday and is such a killer yeah. fucking show. So I'm stoked for that. That's awesome. Yeah. What are you uh, doing? I'm doing... I'm at the backstage on Wednesday doing Drake Night. Nice. Thank you, Etai Cooperman. Um, then on Friday, I'm headlining the Fox and the Fiddle by Wesley Station. Air comedy yeah. night out there. That'll be that'll be super fun. And then on Sunday night, I'm at Tall Boys. I'm going to be hosting Justin's uh, Drunken Monkey Comedy. Wait, no, that's the 21st. I'm at Lalo Laughs. Oh, yeah, I'm on that, this too. This Sunday. Th- yeah? yeah, this Sunday, fourteenth. Yeah, hey, Fuck yeah, I'll see you there, pal. That'll be fun. <laughs> it will be fun. Also, the twenty-first, I'm uh, hosting Justin's show. So. All right, sick. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Come to that or whatever. Hey, what? that's the podcast, everybody. Thanks right, for I might not come. Yeah, I'll get to see you twice this week. Hell yeah! Look at us. All right, we can we can stop. We can just keep talking. Yeah, we'll after. stop it. All right, bye. We love you. All right, bye.